0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in John chapter 12, verses 9 through 11. The Pharisees, the Jewish leaders, now they're coming after Lazarus. It's not enough to just plot to kill Jesus, but because Lazarus has been raised and many people have turned to Jesus away from them, they got their sights trained on him as well. Before we get into that text, I want to thank the Family Leader for being our 2023 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about the Family Leader in the announcements at the end of this devotion. And as always, thank you to the family leader for their support. One other announcement I want to make before we get into this text is that next week, if you're listening to this in a timely fashion, we're going to be at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, and we'll be doing a bunch of interviews and putting a bunch of content on our Conversations podcast. You can hear that the same way that you're hearing this, but you just have to get connected to the CC Podcast Conversations. Of course, if you're listening to this days or months or years later, you won't have to look forward to that next week because it will be archived on our Conversations podcast, and you can go listen to it right now. I'm looking forward to an interview with a Christian actor named Cameron Arnett who played Trusty Styles in Nefarious. He was the guy that cut the hair of the death row inmate in that movie, if you saw it. And there will surely be other great interviews that come about. We've got our interviews from last year archived on the Conversations podcast as well. 60-some inspiring interviews with interesting Christians, and I know you'll be blessed by at least a handful of them, so go check that out. Let's dive into today's short text. Chapter 12, verse 9. When the large crowd of Jews learned that Jesus was there, that is, in Bethany, a couple miles from Jerusalem where the Passover is about to take place in a few days, this is where Mary and Martha and Lazarus lived. It's where Mary just anointed Jesus' head and feet with a 300 denarii jar of perfume, which is what we covered in our previous devotion. When the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. Now, I'm taking a little bit of creative license here, and I've played this out of my head a little bit, but when these Jewish leaders show up at Lazarus's house, or when the word comes to him, assuming that it did come to him, that not only were they plotting to kill Jesus, which was becoming a more widely known plot, a plot that is going to be carried out here within six days of where we're at in the text. This is all taking place probably the Saturday before Holy Week, but I imagine word coming to Lazarus that the jewish leaders want to kill him as well and him just thinking like hold on here guys i know i've been friends with jesus and as far as your desire to kill me because he raised me from dead and people are following him now instead of you because of that i had no say in that i was dead (laughs) he's the one who raised me why you got to kill me over that (laughs) what did i do wrong I'm not sure that's how it went down, but I'm guessing it would be shocking for Lazarus to learn that they wanted to kill him because of a miracle that Jesus chose to do that he had no control of. Of course, the real reason they want to kill him is because his testimony is killing their brand. I'm sure that for the last several days or weeks or however long it's been since Lazarus was raised that the word has been spreading like wildfire. They've probably even had people come from a ways away to verify this account. Was this guy really dead for four days in a tomb? And of course, the key component to the veracity of that story is Lazarus's own testimony, or just the fact that Lazarus is there alive. The Jewish leaders are in panic mode, and they're thinking, if we can take this guy out, that at least puts a dent in this story getting out to more people, and us losing followers to Jesus. This is a short and pretty straightforward text, but I think it's got something to say to us today who are genuine followers of Christ. You and I, if we've truly been impacted by Christ, if he has miraculously intervened in our lives, lives as he has for those who have put their faith and trust in him. If that's the case, our belief system, the way we live, the things we think, the things we say and do, not that we're perfect, far, far from it, but they are so at odds with the way that the world works. They're so at odds even with religious systems that are Christian in name only, but really aren't built on the gospel of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. There's so much contrast between true believers and worldly systems that we are bound to take heat. We're bound to be treated unjustly. There are bound to be people griping at us, sniping at us, stabbing us in the back. Maybe in the United States of America during our lifetimes, none of us will be the target of an assassination attempt because of our association to Jesus Christ. But I promise if you're committed to truth, if you're committed to Christ in this world, there will be persecution. In fact, if there's not, we might want to step back and ask what's wrong. And I'm not just saying that because that's my Opinion. I'm saying that because it's in God's Word. Jesus says on multiple occasions that people will pay a high cost for following him. And he encourages us in passages like Matthew 5, verses 11 and 12. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And here's what he says in Luke chapter 12, verse 4. I tell you, my friends, do not fear those who kill the body body, and after that have nothing more they can do. The truth of God's Word, the truth about Jesus Christ, is inherently offensive to the world. And I'm not suggesting that we go out there and stir up offense just for the sake of it. I'm just saying we got to be ready and we need to expect that because of the nature of the truth and because of our association with it, we're going to be persecuted too. My concern is when I look around Christianity today, there's a lot of Christians doing everything they can to not be persecuted. Go along to get along. Compromise, capitulate soften or change God's word so that it's a little bit less offensive. Instead, we need to stay faithful. We need to stand strong by the power of the Holy Spirit. And when unfair treatment or false accusations or unkind words come our way, we need to not be fazed by it because we've counted the cost ahead of time and we knew that this is just part of the deal. Man, after a few texts like these, I hope in heaven that we can get next to these guys and hear some of the the behind-the-scenes rest of the story. I'd love to talk to Lazarus maybe even interviewing for a podcast although i'm not sure that'll be necessary in heaven to hear more details about this fascinating account. Come back for more next time. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great day.
0: This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, perfectly consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday. July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.